の正しい戦い方監修 DR 法推進委員会白岩学園三年 B 組の皆さんこんにちははいこんにちはこんにちは and welcome to Cocktail Cinema your weekly movie review podcast I am your first favorite author I'm changing things up this week third favorite bartender <laughs> and rejected anime lead character Josh Price <laughs> and as always I am here with my co-host Greg yes, and our yes. producer Shasti what up what up This week, we are reviewing the cult hit Battle Royale, the 2000 film that had a 2012 U.S. release. We'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, this movie uh, definitely spawned some interesting elements of pop culture. Uh, it had a budget of $4.5 million, pretty meager there, but they had a decent return with $30.6 million. Right. Okay. Not bad. Not bad And, at all. Uh, Definitely not bad considering the cast is mostly unknown here in the yeah. States. Yeah, absolutely. Like not, not too many names that we recognize. Yeah, one that sticks out for me is uh, just Takeshi Katano. He's the teacher yeah, in this he's flick. Big, he's big time over there. Yeah, oh, yeah. comedian, author. Um, does a lot of work, I think, with their government as well here and there. But um, also... He's like the Drake of Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I guess another honorable, honorable mention is uh, Chiaki Kiriyama. Um, Kill Bill Volume 1. She is one of oh, the yeah. assassins over there. Um, yeah. You know, she stands out for a couple of reasons, including that uh, tracksuit. We'll yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but it is the mm -hmm. same suit. And we can, we'll, we'll definitely talk about why. But mm -hmm. there's a lot of blood and guts in this movie. Oh, yeah. And I figured we could put some blood and guts in our glass and really get into the moment. Yucky. So what we've got here today <laughs> is the last man standing martini. Yeah. So this is one ounce of vanilla vodka one ounce of liquor 43 and half an ounce of creme d'almond that's what's giving it the red color there uh kampai yeah, and then this is what's spraying out of the necks when katana yeah this is exactly <laughs> the recipe for their fake blood mm. Mm. Yeah, digging that, it that's a martini digging it. Sure. yeah nice The way the the way the almond kind of plays off of the liquor forty three yeah. and is softened up by the vanilla. The vanilla kind of I'm I'm very out. happy with that. Yeah, right. Very happy with it. Nice work. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So now we got some liquid courage. Yes, Let's sir. bravely trudge on, join the uh the condemned, the damned on mm -hmm. this island and talk shop. Alrighty. Let's do it. So we should probably open this up by saying that this is one of Quentin Tarantino's favorite films of all time. Mm -hmm. And he also said it's the best film that's come out since he began directing. Really? So he holds this film in very high esteem. <laughs> and, I mean, like we were talking about a minute ago, he took some inspiration with Kill Bill, mm -hmm. at least with the aesthetic style. Yeah. Well, he also stole a character. He also stole an actress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the tracksuit. You know, why don't you go ahead and bring that with you to, yeah, right? to casting, please? Right. So that's, this is 2000. Kill Bill was, what, mid-thousands, late-thousands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure exactly. 2004 seems. So it was like 02. Okay. Well, oh, was it earlier? Yeah, but definitely. I think two was out by the time we grew. Yeah. 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 I, you know what? Yeah, I think I was. I think I was in high school when the second one came out. But regardless, definitely a big inspiration on Quentin Tarantino, yeah. and also a really big. Uh, what do we got here? 2003. Okay. So yeah, real quick turnaround, real quick turnaround. Mm -hmm. Um, but this movie changed the game in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. it, Literally, it changed video games, and we can start there. <laughs> right. Like the concept of battle royale comes from this movie, mm -hmm. well, and from this book as well, because this is an adaptation. Um, what year? What year was battle royale? Uh, the 
the book came out in 99, and the movie was released in Japan in 2000. 2000, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, they, as soon as the book was released, they started working on the on the script. Because mm-hmm. the original Battle Royale you think of is like WWF. Right. Which goes back <laughs> yeah. to like 91. Yeah. I mean, that really is like the format. You it, know? it really is. 40 it really people is. enter, one, one person leaves. Or the King of the Ring concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they took that in like change blew it up just completely yeah. messed up like pop culture as a whole <laughs> absolutely absolutely hunger games of Fortnite. you know what i mean everything mm-hmm. between it's like yeah i mean we're talking Fortnite. we're talking uh you know call of duty took some notes mm-hmm. there um there was just a new season of the warzone add me on Warzone. yeah yeah mm-hmm. there's there's a whole bunch of 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 influence on video games mm-hmm. yeah. there's been a big influence on literature mm-hmm. you know the young adult genre just took this idea and ran with mm-hmm. it. You're talking Hunger Games. You're talking. Divergent. That's what I was going to get into right away. I mean, this mm-hmm. is obvious, obvious stolen idea from. It's a format. <laughs> I suppose. Well, I suppose. Well. <laughs> I mean, it's, there was so much. I mean, there should be some copyright infringement on that. I feel like it was so well, close. I mean, so t- close. We're talking well, about Takeshi, and we're talking about Tarantino, <laughs> and we're going to be do- talking about Guy Ritchie later. Yeah. So I feel like this is going to yeah. be a common thing the, the whole night. But. Well, I mean, you're not wrong, Greg. Like oh, Suzanne, I know. Suzanne Collins, I mean, we could make the argument that she's just playing full on colonizer here. Because this is a white woman who took an idea and then claimed it was original. Yeah. You know, it, and it's it's obvious. Like the book had been out for a decade mm-hmm. by the time she wrote The Hunger Games. Right. And the movie had been out for you know, just a year less. Mm-hmm. But when she was asked about it in interviews, she's like, oh, yeah, I didn't even know there was such a thing as Battle Royale yeah. until I submitted the book. It's like, sure, Jan. Yeah. Sure, Jan. Not buying it. Sorry, lady. (laughs) But, I mean, they do say that imitation is is the greatest form of flattery. Mm -hmm. So I suppose. For for Suzanne Collins to say, hey, I really like that idea. What if it was in the States Mm. in a dystopian future? I mean. It's not like I don't like the Hunger Games. Not what I'm saying. It just seems just so closely mirrored with this flick, you know. But Well, and there are enough differences that it's not a complete ripoff it's Mm -hmm. just clearly an inspiration that could have been name dropped Mm -hmm. because battle royale i think might get more personal and a little bit more real with its characters Mm -hmm. like not just not just the kids either but the the whole relationship with with the teacher Mm -hmm. with takeshi's character is much more fleshed out than what you have in the hunger games because in in the hunger games katniss is kind of a flat character she's your audience insert so she can't have too much personality There is no audience insert in this movie. Mm-hmm. Even uh, what's his name, Shuyo? Shuyi? Yeah, Shuyi. I think the, so. Right? Shuyi, yeah. the the main character, the main male character. Mm-hmm. He's he's still kind of his own thing. Like you can't identify with anybody mm-hmm. here, and well, not fully. Right. It did a lot. Normally, it did a lot of bouncing around. It, you know, this not a whole lot. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just so, it was hard to separate um, characters and scenes yeah. sometimes you know because they did move around on, on a lot of different relationships and you know mm-hmm. interactions but you know it's there were it, a lot of characters a, to cover i yeah, feel like there are. if we we're talking about tarantino you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like even like tarantino's character list is long and star-studded just like guy ritchie's mm-hmm. one but it seems mm-hmm. like guy ritchie's always longer tarantino's is like deeper you know what i mean mm-hmm. yes. you, you get yeah you 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 get the character's whole story mm-hmm. a lot yeah quicker. Right, right right i agree i agree i mean you pretty much you're just thrusted into this flick is like all right this is a random school picking mm-hmm. a class 
and, and two characters that volunteered yeah. essentially. Yeah, right, right. One of them is a psychopath. Yeah, <laughs> and one Which is I out for revenge. <laughs> you just want to go on it. Yeah, you want to go on a killing spree. So he is probably the most. So there, there's there's two major Japanese uh, like tropes that we don't really have in the states. He's one of them. He's that psychotic, that psychotic that, anime yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Like even down to his hair and his hairstyle. Right. He's like he. He looks like Spike with red hair. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. even the way, he's even his shooting person. style, because he, he, yeah, half those half those rounds went into the ground. Right, the way he's he's shredding those things, I was like, dude, no wonder nobody's getting killed. You right, <laughs> right, he's terrible. He's terrible. But he's it. There's that is a trope in right. especially Japanimation. Mm-hmm. And then there's the female equivalent, which is the sometimes it's the scorned woman or it's the uh, abused, abused female yeah. child, yeah. and they're always. Like the woman in white, mm-hmm. they're the bride. Mm-hmm. That's where you get your part of your inspiration for uh, Beatrix Kiddo mm-hmm. in the Kill Bill movies. Yep, right. Is that character trope, and we don't really have that here in the states mm-hmm. because that turns into that's always a heroic character for us. Whereas in Japanese storytelling, that character is tragic mm-hmm. and is never redeemed. Mm-hmm. She's but. just she's broken. Mm-hmm. Just like that, like she's broken and she usually dies. And the psychopath, mm-hmm. like the 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 crazy red haired guy, he's he always goes out in a blaze of glory. Mm-hmm. There's that's just the way those tropes mm-hmm. work, and it would be really interesting to see more of them in American filmmaking. But it's it's nice to come across it finally. Yeah. we haven't we haven't seen this trope yet in the movies mm-hmm. we've covered, and it was refreshing growing up on anime. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was no. The and I didn't, you know, and I thought I was gonna hate this movie just for, even from the name. And just kind of, I don't watch trailers before we do this because I think it ruins our, fair, our, our light that we put on these movies and mm-hmm. how to, you know, critically watch these things. But I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. Um, there was a lot of, in my opinion, whole plots. Mm-hmm. Um, but to get this thing done in two hours, thirty-five killings or whatever it was, yeah. plus actually kind of create some kind of hero, hero, mm-hmm. heroess, and yeah, no, it was, it moved, it moved well. Um, yeah. There's a couple of things that there were. Very laughable, like very comic book. Mm-hmm. I love that they still kept some of that, you know, flashy blood, slit in the neck, and blood uh-huh. everywhere across. You know, I, I love that stuff. That's like you were talking anime. The red on white, it's the red cool, on black. Man. Yeah. That's, that's cool. And the, but they didn't overuse it at mm-hmm. all. You know, it was really True. well done, you know, if, if, if it can be, <laughs> you know, but I enjoyed it. And it's, it's interesting to have that kind of quality in a movie that's, it was, it was a very meager budget. Yeah. So it's, it's very clearly got that indie feel so it's 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 oh, yeah. rough around 100%. the edges it's not as sharp as say if we made it today but it still holds so much water mm-hmm. and it carries its weight quite elegantly considering the subject matter mm-hmm. this is kids killing kids and mm-hmm. we're not supposed to be okay mm-hmm. with it in the hunger games you're supposed to be okay with right. it. right here yeah, right. we are supposed to be almost yes. the way like uh, another japanese like a horror writer for in japan uh, mm-hmm. junji ito He's he's like their H.P. Lovecraft. Mm-hmm. You know, you're supposed to be unhinged a little bit and uneasy. This mm-hmm. film does that yeah. really well. And they kept an element of, element of realism too. You know, when they started uh, unleashing these kids into, into the island, I'm sitting there. I'm like, why is nobody just cherry picking and killing these kids as mm-hmm. they walk out? Two minutes later, yes, there's an arrow through the throat. I was yeah. like, yes, finally somebody's got some balls and some. And, that know, was an <laughs> accidental killing too. <laughs> yeah, That's right. the funny part. <laughs> no, it was funny. I mean, I as, literally as I was saying some of these things, like I wish they would have done this. It's happening, and mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Thought that was cool. It, it added, you know, like I said, 
realism, um, thinking, you know, yeah. actually, actually actual thought in, yeah. in, a, in a game or a movie like this was mm-hmm. it's just hard to pull off. Agreed. But. And like Kenji, the director, he you can tell he was well respected because he was allowed. He may not have been given a whole lot of money, but he was allowed to do what he wanted mm-hmm. to do. And this movie. Like in one of our lost episodes, we talked about how we don't talk about orgasmo <laughs> went up against the rating system here in the States. Right. This did the same thing on a global scale. Mm-hmm. This movie was fought by almost every global rating system and it was banned in several countries. That, I was gonna ask, is that why the United States the didn't get it until 2012? Kind of. Okay. So in the US is a unique situation for this flick because like Germany outright banned it. Japan banned this movie for a while. Mm-hmm. The rating for this is uh, R15, okay. which is one of the hardest, if not the hardest rating they can get over there. Hmm. It's very rarely used. Hmm. Here in the States, it was seen as such a risk that they weren't willing to pay for the rights right off the bat. So what That's they were so asking weird. for, like distribution rights. No, no, in 2000. Yeah, okay. Still. In 2000, they were, the Japanese company that produced it was asking too much in a way. Like they were asking normal distribution mm. right cost. But no one wanted to risk it because they weren't sure would get the money back. So come 2012, two production companies or two distribution companies came together and produced this film for the states. They got the dub done. Mm-hmm. They released the special edition, which is what's most what most widely available here. That's what the basketball scenes, mm-hmm. right? That's okay. what the basketball scenes which I thought that was and the, the three but... requiems at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, the original does not have that. The original is much more open ended as far as the dream sequences okay. go. Gotcha. But yeah, it, it, this holds a really special place in film history mm-hmm. for that reason. I just want to say, even you brought up the Requiems there, mm-hmm. and one of them, like, like if you notice throughout the, a lot of the movie, they use mm-hmm. a lot of like uh, Western compositions, mm-hmm. um, like Verdi, Giuseppe Verdi's rec- Requiem. Yeah, Requiem. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like it's just, I, I don't remember that from watching this movie years ago. Right, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it was nice. Yeah. And that that's that that piece. I guess we is, should is talk used. about the actual composer or the guy who. Oh, the yeah, because he composer. he can. No, I mean the guy who was in charge of like the the score. Mm-hmm. He yeah. used a lot of Which those was songs, impressive, right? For sure. yeah. mm-hmm. but he he composed a lot of them too. Nice. It was it was a it good was mix. It was yeah. a good mix because Definitely. like Shasti's saying, while he's looking that up, this guy used a lot of Western music, mm-hmm. and he did compose probably about fifty percent of the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's our man right there. That's that That's stud muffin. Masamichi. Cool. Yeah, and this is very well scored. Right. And it's it's very it's those those pieces are in place for impact. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very effective. Mm-hmm. Very effective. Pardon me. Man. Watch watch this watch this martini. It'll give you the agita <laughs> for sure. Did you have a favorite uh scene in this movie? Uh I probably have two. And they're they're gonna it's, be it's gonna really be everyone, weird. Everyone is probably gonna have the same one. <laughs> gonna be weird. Yeah. So my first favorite, just for the comedy of it, is when that one kid gets shot, lays down, and pretends to be dead. And then he stands up. He's like, "Yes, the yeah. best worked." And then the guy comes back over, over the top, the of, top of the building and cuts him in half. And then my second favorite for the emotionality of it is when the guardian character dies on the boat mm-hmm. after they've left the you. island, and he's like, "I understand what my girlfriend said." with her last mm. words. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand the riddle that she gave me. And then he passes away and it was just very emotional mm-hmm. and it ties their journey together. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it was not the a plot until that moment. Yeah. And that's right. why I loved it. Right. What about you? I'm going to go 
pretty obvious here is when uh, the one uh, female character, they're all kind of bundled up in the whatever tower yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. tries, to, tries to poison the yeah, one guy who killed, 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 accidentally killed her boyfriend or whatever, mm. and somebody else eats it. They're eating spaghetti. That's yeah. Spaghetti's ready. You know? Just steals the <laughs> snack. And, <laughs> and it ends up in this awesome girl gunfight, you know, yeah. after, after this girl spits up blood, and she's the only one that ended up living, and mm-hmm. then, you know, obviously jumps off a cliff and kills herself. Yeah. yeah. But just, it was... The sequence of the of the the death toll and how they were interacting during shooting these firearms. Like, I don't yeah. know. I just thought that was it was like ultimate backfire. Yeah, you know, right. Yeah. They're trying to make an alliance. Well, and talk about yeah. tight, tight filmography and and blocking mm. for a one room shootout. Right. Yeah, we're talking right. about a yeah, room that's true. what eight by ten at yep. the most yep. with obstacles mm-hmm. in the way, and you never lose your ge- you never lose your geography. Yeah. You never get lost. Who's shooting who? Yep. And they weren't and even in, doing the one eighties. They were doing yeah. full rooms. Yeah. It was and it was it's it's quick cuts from yep. character to character, and there's still dialogue going mm-hmm. right the whole time. Mm-hmm. So there's so much going on, but it is cut so well that you don't notice all these shifts unless you're looking yep. for right, it. Right, right. You just you you go away from that moment being like, oh, it's over. Mm. It's over. It was it was tense, and it was it was properly. Yep. It, it was. It needed to be. They brought like Battle Royale as a name into one room in that yeah, shot. That's absolutely. Kind of where, that's kind of what I think of of the whole movie encapsulated it right there. You know, I especially you know what? with I the love interests and stuff like that still going on. The guy can't get in, and he's hobbling. You can't walk, and he, now yeah. he's <laughs> going through the forest. You know, mm-hmm. with a stick. I don't. Yeah, it all started there for me as far as like my when I turned into like that was really cool. Yeah, you know, and then it kind of kept going from there. I mean, it was probably halfway in a little bit more, but one one of the 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 things that changed my perspective on this film was that totally totally and i i like jumping off from that this this movie takes place over three days Mm -hmm. uh so in a lot of action movies like people will get hurt and then suddenly they're okay Mm -hmm. like everybody just keeps getting more hurt so by the end of it two of them are essentially on makeshift crutches (laughs) and they don't like it's believable right like oh yeah he's not gonna heal from a gunshot in 12 hours Mm -hmm. he's not gonna gonna recover from getting cut up they've said in uh uh, reservoir dogs like Mm -hmm. it's a belly wound it takes days to die from a belly wound (laughs) i mean and then so they're walking around with it yeah it's it's kind of funny it's one of those we talk dream sequence about how that was added but i don't know if you've ever had those dreams where you're like you get shot and you're just you just won't die. You're just weak, yeah. and you're just everywhere, and the, the dream lasts forever. Well, I die in my dream, so <laughs> no. I'm the weird one. Here we go. <laughs> so that that goes into your anime. You're right. Like, <laughs> no, I rejected I, anime I, for guy. a while. I thought I might have. I might have been. Well, you know what? We'll save that for a second. Josh has we'll anime dreams. I, yeah. I have anime. He has dreams. Tarantino fights. Broke the matrix. <laughs> I have very specifically anime dreams. Not anything weird. <laughs> all right, all right. Just all right. anime. <laughs> no, I. This movie has lasted for a very good reason. And even even though it does have that indie feel, it still presents itself as very professional. Right. And I think for that reason it it deserves to, you know, to live on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not this is one of those movies when we go into our next segment here in a second, I will definitely be recommending that everyone watch it at least once. Yeah, I think so too. And even if they remake it, which there is talk of it, I think this version deserves to oh, be seen. Oh, isn't that? I thought we talked about this. Hunger Games did that. <laughs> well, the the director was gonna remake it for the U.S., mm. but then he he tragically passed away, and then his son took up the mantle and made the sequel. Okay. And he's talked about how he wants to remake this movie English speaking, but he had to wait because Hunger Games came out in 2012, I think. Mm. 
So we're getting to the point where he's like, give yeah, it 10 right. years and I'll probably remake okay. it. And then, then they're going to call him up, uh, uh, imposter for ripping off the Hunger <laughs> right, Games. Right. Yeah. That's why they didn't do it. <laughs> right. Was there like, oh, it's just, it's just the Hunger Games in Japanese. But anyway. Sick and twisted. Um, any final thoughts before we dive into taco ratings? No. I mean, it kind of, kind of goes into your final thought about suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, I never heard of this movie. Don't know how, but came across and I really this liked is, it. This has been Joe's favorite movie since like <laughs> yeah. Kill Bill was all of our favorite movies. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's how Excellent. we brought it to the table. Yeah. Excellent. <clears throat> Heck yeah. Well, that said, I don't think our ratings are going to be any surprise. So while Shasti is bringing up the Rotten Tomatoes score, mm-hmm. Greg, out of 100 tacos, how many do you give you Battle know, Royale? You know, my man, I've been going back and I've actually had, usually it's just kind of an on the fly rating I give. I've been thinking about this for two days. <laughs> I've been going my back man. between like 15 and 20 points. Hell yeah. And sitting here. Right now, kind of going over this with you guys. Um, I think I'm going to go to a little bit higher than I normally thought, but uh, 85 on this one. Yeah, excellent. Um, I, I was I was actually leaning towards a 78 or so, mm-hmm. um, but kind of going over it, you know, checking myself. And you should always be able to be humble and, yeah. you know, listen yeah. to your friends and see their ideas too. So, yeah, 85 solid, solid yeah. tacos. Excellent. So, Greg want, Greg's going to start listening to his friends, so we're redoing Doomsday. <laughs> but, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We probably should. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be um, yeah. Mikey, you want to go next? Just like uh, my man's favorite scene here, 85. Nice. I've been thinking about it for a couple of days too, but yeah, um, oh, yeah. I don't know. Fun Factor alone, mm-hmm. it's its own legacy. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's It started all these other things we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But uh, you got to go back and like, just because Tarantino says it's his favorite flick doesn't mean it's going to be mine. You know right, I mean? right, yeah. I'd recommend anybody to see it. It's, mm-hmm. it's honestly the most fun I've had in a while mm-hmm. covering movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. for that alone, 85. Excellent. To, to add, yeah. Um, my score of, if we were to do Hunger Games, has gone down because of this movie for totally Hunger Games. Fair. <laughs> and that's totally what I'm saying. Fair. Yeah, it's a, it's totally a very fair. impactful It's a game changer. It it's a very, very... Yeah. When, when you see, like, you know, your, your famous quote about, you know, homage versus just... Mm, Yep. Karaoke. Yep. This is definitely the original. Agreed. And everything after that is karaoke. Mm-hmm. But so now for my rating, I'm gonna give it uh, an 87. Okay. You know this is definitely a must-watch. I mean, you don't you don't have to watch it more than once. It is a very heavy topic, but I think just for its place in film, for its place in pop culture and global global pop culture, not just Western pop culture, this movie deserves to be seen. Uh, it deserves to be recognized. And like Tarantino said, it is one of the best films we've made in the last 20 years. Um, so shout out to our boy Kenji for pulling it together. Yes, yes. 87 for me. And uh, so what do we have for Rotten Tomatoes there? Oh, well. Oh, 88 from critics and an 89 from the audience. Okay. So pretty solid across the board. We're actually lowballing. I'm actually surprised the audience gave it that high of a score considering how many assholes are out there. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the, no, the, you're, you're right. I mean, look, seriously. Look at that. 50,000 plus rating. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's impressive. Yeah, it is. That's impressive. That's wild. It's impressive. <laughs> so that says, that says a lot right there. Yeah. That's like how many people are playing Fortnite right now. You're right. You know what I mean? that's, <laughs> that's, uh, so, I mean, globally speaking, this is, this is a must watch then. Uh, if you have seen it, drop down in the comments of this podcast or of this video and let us know what you thought of the movie and give us your rating. Again, we rate it out of 100 tacos because tomatoes suck. <laughs> Cilantro <laughs> and onion only. While you're down there commenting, go ahead and like the, the video. You know all the good stuff. If you're not subscribed, go ahead and do that. If you'd like to uh, join the team, hop on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sippableopinions. 
There you'll get early access to all of our episodes, exclusive episodes of The Sip, and uh, you know some pilots that we don't release anywhere else where we're kind of workshopping ideas and throwing you some exclusive exclusivity. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Greg, Thank you for being fancy. here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you guys. No, it's always a pleasure. I enjoyed this film. I always, I always enjoy this table share. Yeah, master of the mix. Yep. We appreciate pleasure. you. Pleasure. Thank you always. for being here. You got it, and listeners, watchers, and subscribers, we see you. We hear you. We love you. And for tonight, we gotta say goodbye. Battle Royale's new 3D game. 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 3